You're with SBS Radio. Find more great stories in your language at sbs.com.au. I'm joined by three members of the 2022 Indigenous Marathon Project squad ahead of their departure to New York and Athens for their first marathon. The squad of 10 were selected from over 150 applicants and have gone from little to no running to selection to race in an international marathon over the past six months, which has included a rigorous training program, participation in major running events across Australia, and a commitment to study Indigenous leadership and health promotion. Now, before we explore the big event you're about to take part in, can you tell us about your respective journeys leading up to this massive endeavour? Morgan Lane, I'm an Arundel woman from Mwantua, Alice Springs. I um, first came into contact with IMF about two years ago um, when I seen it advertised on Facebook to start running on Thursday afternoons. So only once a week? That's where it started for me. Um, I'd already started walking and slowly running on my own outside of that, um, just making changes and looking for a healthier lifestyle. And then I seen that um, IMF were advertising for a running group on Thursday, so that's how I joined in with them. So a once a week commitment uh, evolved in a more regular involvement, leading to now being able to compete on the world stage. From that, joining the Thursday Afternoon Run Club, um, I then seen that the IMP tryouts were coming up. So I tried out for IMP last year um, and I didn't get in last year and then I tried out again this year and I did get in. So now I am about a week away. So I'll be actually doing my international marathon in Athens in Greece. Yeah, so you're the one going to Athens. Uh, as for our other two guests, uh, they'll be competing in New York. Can you please share your respective journeys with uh, us as well, please? Hi, I'm Hayley Paimon. I'm a Wiradjuri woman with family ties to like Kudamundra, uh, Grongrong, Gundagai area, uh, born and raised on Darawal country though, down in the Illawarra. The last few years I got told about the IMP through uh, several runners back home. I kind of just ignored it for a few years and then I got told consistently to apply for this year. I was a bit hesitant because I was um, planning on moving to New Zealand. I applied anyway and then I got in on my first time ever applying, which was, you know, quite amazing and I feel very um, lucky and fortunate to have gotten through. And besides uh, running uh, and getting involved in the Indigenous Marathon project, what do you do? Um, so besides, you know, training for a marathon and, you know, getting to the start line, and it's not even about winning for me, you know, winning is me completing the run and just, you know, being with my fellow squad members. But around that, you know, I've just, you know, working in a cafe at the moment and always been a sporty person, being, you know, involved in soccer and athletics and whatnot. So going from that to training for marathons, quite amazing. Um, I do have some future plans to, you know, also change my career and get more involved within the community around mental health and bullying and, you know, creating change within that aspect. Yeah, so getting involved with the IMP is just the beginning of a long journey in uh, personal development, well-being and many more. And, uh, our third guest, uh, tell us about your journey so far as well. My name is Jamie Graham Blair. 
I'm a proud Tasmanian Aboriginal fella uh, currently living in Nipaluna, Hobart. I come from a really strong family who for the last couple of hundred years have been living on Tyreecha or Flinders Island through the impacts of colonisation, but my tribes go back through kind of the northeast corner of Luchawida, Tasmania, that's Trollway and playing a Morena. And so, yeah, I come from a really strong cultural background. My family are mutton birders, um, we're shell stringers. We speak a bit of language and dance, so quite, you know, um, strong in upholding and maintaining those cultural practices. Um, but my fitness journey didn't really start properly until kind of March last year. Um, where I went mutton birding for my first full season. Um, and if you don't know what mutton birding is, it's where we go to these little tiny islands in the Bass Strait and we go and harvest these seabirds that they migrate back to these islands and nest in their little burrows every year and we, we go and harvest them. It's a massive cultural food source for us. Um, but I went back for my first season and I wasn't doing too well fitness-wise and I realised, you know, if I wanted to be a good birder like my uncles, like my grandfathers and grandmothers, I had to... Um, make a few changes so I started going to the gym I um, quit smoking I quit drinking started eating well and then one of last year's graduates Jai Strugnall she messaged me and she's like hey you should apply for this thing obviously she'd seen me trying to make a few good kind of decisions and change my lifestyle up a bit I think she must have realized how good the program would have been for me at that point in my journey and so I, I applied and, and managed to get on um, and since then just been on the up and up fitness wise, kicking goals, doing really well on all my milestone runs and um, inspiring from the sounds of it quite a lot of my mob to, to get into even just walking, you know, walking and running. I get quite a few of them joining and joining me on my little runs here and there as I'm training through Nipaluna Hobart. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of my journey. So you guys... Um have gone through rigorous training. I remember talking to a past IMP competitor. They said your challenge is to get in shape in a really short time span, getting into shape through grueling training conditions in tough weather conditions, almost military-style kind of um, uh, training. Uh, Tell us about your training conditions. Yeah, absolutely. And we six months to get into where we're in at the start to marathon ready. So it's really, it's quite full on. And I'm, you know, I'm really, at the start, I was quite surprised to hear how successful the program was. But yeah, we're doing, you know, six or sometimes seven days a week of training, fitting that in within, within our regular daily lives. So all, all of us have jobs, all of us, you know, spend time working with community and caring, you know, for our community responsibilities that we all hold. So yeah, it's it's it can be quite full on. It started off relatively easy, I think. Not everyone has that thought, but it started off reasonably okay because of where I was at on my fitness journey already. But then slowly ramped up and kicked kicked us all in the bum. And I think for me, it was probably our second block of training. So after our ten k, that I was like, all right, if I want to get through this, I really have to commit. Um, and to commit, I have to put a lot of time and prioritize this training. I actually kind of found myself isolating from a lot of my social kind of things that I'd previously been engaged with. So I actually kind of came to realise that I was naturally dropping, not dropping, but maybe putting relationships on the back burner that weren't feeding my my fitness goals. So I was kind of just naturally falling into really healthy cycles by only hanging around people who were helping me on that journey. Um, and I think that was that's quite a beautiful thing because then you surround yourself with like-minded people. It's easy to motivate yourself because you're with motivated people, healthier people, um, and so you come to be 
it comes easier with time, I guess, with training and, and working in that way. But yeah, that was my, my experience with the training. I really found it quite beneficial. And I found that my, my mental capacity and physical capacity both have drastically just skyrocketed from, from even the six months of quite hard work. Yeah. And when you first started uh, in the program, how far were you able to run? Uh, I had some competitors could not even do a couple of kilometers when they first joined. Uh, and um, then uh, they went on to become confident enough to compete on the world stage. Before we move on to that next question, I just wanted to, you know, add on to what Jem was saying. Like, you know, a lot of our squad members, we are from all different parts of the country. So some of us have trained in really wet conditions. Some of us have trained in really hot, um, really cold conditions. But yes, our training um, can be, you know, it's a seven day a week thing, whether it's recovery, a small run or a long run. But it becomes just part of who you are and it becomes more than running like running is just our tool running is just what we do but the the training also helps um it helps our mind you know it helps our uh our mental health it puts us in a clear state of mind which then flows on to help you make better choices for yourself and influence the people around you so now although I am looking forward to maybe having a few shorter runs and a little break once we smash our marathons. This is a, a lifestyle and this is uh, what we want to see for so many other people, that it's just your norm to get up and move or get up and do something that makes you feel good. Maybe running wasn't where all of us thought we would start that journey, but now... I don't know how normal it'll feel to not get up and (laughs) go for a run or move your body now. Um, Yeah. Yeah. How fit were you when you first joined the program? Uh, As I said, I remember talking to past competitors, uh, one in particular. She said she'd never run a long distance, but through training, persistence and perseverance, she was able to go there, get to a level where she was actually able to tackle the most competitive event on the planet. So I guess it varies for like across the squad. But for me personally, I um, last year I had run my first half marathon, so 21.1 Ks. So I was relatively fit, but, you know, previous to doing that and putting my mind towards that training last year, I hadn't run even a K walk, yeah, but not not run, yeah. At the start of, start of my training journey, I struggled with 3K. So now to go from 3K to my biggest run now is 30K mm. in six months. It's just incredible what your body can do if you really look after it and mm. put it to work. Yeah. Mm. What did you say? Um, just with my training before this, I've always been, you know, quite an active person all of my life. But I think the most I had run before this was probably 14Ks but that wasn't like nonstop. I'd probably stopped and walked a little bit or I didn't really understand pace and how to like look after my breathing. Whereas now, you know, I've run 30 kilometres and I was quite comfortable in that. And, you know, going from that to the marathon now, I'm quite confident in what I can achieve um, in the marathon. So, yeah, pre, pre-IMP to now it's quite remarkable, the changes that I've seen not only within myself but my squad members as well. Again, IMP is not just about running. Uh, according to the founders, the finishing line in Athens or in New York is just the starting point for you guys, uh, the starting point for another journey. 
Jamie, you've uh, kind of briefly outlined what your projects are. Uh, what about you, Haley and Morgan? What are your respective long-term goals, your future projects uh, stemming from uh, this uh, program? For me, once I finish my marathon, what I would like to do is go back home and really get involved with my community to encourage more. One of my whys is um, women in particular, um, especially around women that are my age that I sort of grew up with and I can see that they're not act, they're not moving, they're not active and they um, I know the benefits of it. So if I can encourage that um, in my community and create a safe place where people feel comfortable to come for a walk, come for a run or whatever it might be for them. Maybe they want to ride a bike. I don't mind, but let's just get out the door together. The other thing that I would like to get involved in is looking to work with prisons and rehabilitation like rehab centres for people coming off drugs and alcohol to give them some sort of routine and something to work towards when you're in that recovery phase. How about you, Hayley? What are your plans? Um, yeah, so what I'm hoping to plan and implement is change um, in the mental health system and around bullying. Um, you know, it's quite a heavy topic for myself going through mental health challenges growing up and seeing it, you know, within family and friends. It's just something that I want to help make a change, you know, within my community at home, but also, you know, travelling around, you know, to schools and organisations and helping to make my difference and also to um, reduce the numbers in suicide, which is quite a close topic as well and, you know, something that really hits home. So I'm just, yeah, I'd like to really make my mark within, you know, the communities and make a difference. Now, before you pardon, uh, I let you go back to your preparations for the big stage. The mic is yours. Anything you'd like to add to the conversation? I would just like to say that to anyone that's listening to this, um, look up IMF, look up IMP, see what we're about, reach out to anyone, all the previous grads, anyone, all of us that are currently in the squad, we're always up for a chat and we always want to start a conversation, especially if it's going to make people feel better or give them something new to try because I know how much it's changed our lives. So, and we would want that. I would want that for anyone else. Um, so, yeah, reach out. Um, I think personally for myself, like my motto... And something I've learned and been told and heard so much is get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's honestly just so true, I think, to every aspect in life. And if I wasn't uncomfortable in this situation, you know, training for a marathon and then, you know, gaining the confidence to want to go and help other people in the community, it's probably a waste of time, you know, and I probably wouldn't succeed as well as I want if I'm not uncomfortable in certain situations. Because if you're comfortable and you're just, you know, sitting on a linear line and you're, not, you're just stagnant and not really going anywhere, are you going to achieve, you know, okayness or are you going to achieve greatness? And I personally, I want to achieve, achieve greatness and I want other people to, you know, follow along and continue with their own journeys to um, achieve greatness. Um, yeah, I just quickly, before I actually get into my thing, um, applications for next year's squad, the 2023 IMP squad, open in mid-December. So if you're interested, uh, motivated from any of our words, um, look up on the website or on any of our socials and, and join, the, join the application. 
Also, just before Jam starts, I should also say that don't let anything from your past stop you. I, IMF and IMP are not about looking at your past. It's about looking at the future and how we can all work together. So um, give it a go. Believe in yourself. Now let me go. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm happy. I'm happy. That was good. Um, I just want to say that the whole journey is really highlighted in me and myself within my spirit just how strong my people are. Through, through this training, just personally, I've realised how resilient and how much strength I have in my own self, um, but also the support from my community and from my family has really highlighted just how how beautiful my people are. Um, and so I'm really trying to use this platform to showcase that strength of my people because, you know, there's still that ongoing myth that my people are extinct, you know, that we, we, we no longer live on our island, we're no longer here. And so I'm really hoping to use this platform to quite loudly and proudly and visually and vocally show the world that not only we're just here surviving, we're thriving and we have been since long before invasion. So that's my little message. I also want to do a quick shout out to my auntie Wendell, my mum, my dad, my brothers and sisters, everyone back home um, for propelling me forward on this journey, for the support, for the love, for putting up with my whinging and my sore feet, all that stuff. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a huge journey, but it's one that, that I hope more Tazimog can jump on and, and benefit from because it's really, it's really special. It's really special. Haley, Morgan and Jamie, thank you very much for joining us on a short uh, notice. We look forward to seeing you crossing the finishing line in New York and uh, Athens, respectively. Good luck. Absolutely. (laughs) Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.